welcome back to Walk With Bex. In my last podcast, I gave you a very brief overview of my Great Nate Steps. I explained where they originated from and how I developed them into my Great Innate ebook for mindset and well-being. I also shared step one with you, gratitude, and gave you three ways in which you could begin practicing gratitude if you've never tried it before. In this episode, I'm going to take you through step two, self-awareness, and share with you what this really means to me. So, is self-awareness about knowing yourself or finding yourself? Well, I kind of think it's a bit of both, to be honest. When you know yourself, and I mean really know yourself, you know what your core values are, and these are things that are intrinsic to you. They are your fundamental beliefs and principles which dictate your behavior in life. Core values aren't things that you can touch, obtain, or acquire. And it's not about your skills, attributes, or characteristics necessarily. It's things that you hold most valuable than anything else in your life. For example, honesty, courage, respect, love, compassion. These are all examples of basic core values and they differ for everyone. Self-awareness is is about understanding your core values and how they determine the path you take, the way in which you react to things, the decisions you make in life, the interactions you have with others and the experiences that you encounter. It's about understanding and recognizing that those behaviors are a result of you responding to your core values. Do you know what your core values are right now? And more importantly, Can you recognize how these are having an impact on your life and your journey? Often people believe that they know what their core values are, but sometimes the things they hold most valuable are extrinsically motivating. And I have definitely been guilty of this in the past. And I would say during early adulthood, I thought I had it all figured out. (laughs) When really what was driving me and dictating the way I lived my life were extrinsically motivating factors. Tell me if you can relate. So, I'm 24 years of age. I'm fresh out of uni. I completed my studies. I've become a a fully qualified teacher and I'm currently dating my boyfriend at the time. So the next obvious step and my driving force at this time in my life was to start earning money, get a house and eventually get married. I'm 24, right? So in my mind at the time, I was thinking I'd be married with three kids by the time I'm 30. Bada bing, bada boom. At no point did I stop to question whether this was actually anything linked to my values at the time. Wait, let's backtrack. I didn't even know what my core values were or what I truly valued in life. I'd never really taken any personal reflection time. I simply continued plowing on through life, ticking all the boxes, at a pace where I was doing everything that was expected of me. And I do feel a lot of the time, the way in which we live our lives somehow is dictated by expectations that are placed on us or pressures that we feel from others. But perhaps I'll get into that another time. I feel like that's another whole podcast in itself. Anyway, me being me, and by that I mean determined, headstrong young woman, I did all but one of those three things. I started earning money, I saved the majority of my very low teacher wages at the time every single month in order to get together a 10k deposit to put down on a mortgage. I moved in with my boyfriend, so yeah, I ticked most of the boxes. I got the house, I earned the money. 
I was able to progress in my career. I got more money. I continued to live in the house. And I kind of went on like this for a couple of years, but something was just not right. I wasn't truly happy and I couldn't put my finger on it. So at the age of 27, I called it quits. The lot. I ended my relationship, sold the house, I switched jobs. I was still working within education, but I started training teachers instead of being in the classroom. And during this time is where I really started to reflect on my life and analyze what I was doing, who I really was and what I wanted to do moving forward. Here is where I joined the gym. I started running, I trained, I traveled, I read lots of books, I met new people. I dated, I loved, I laughed, I experienced so much. And through all this, I became, I truly believe, more self-aware because I was doing everything in my life on my terms, for me alone. I do think that when you start to become more self-aware, it really does require honest and open reflection time. And sometimes you need to be selfish and stop thinking outwards about what people are thinking of you or expecting of you and start turning those thoughts inwards and start thinking about what really drives you and what you really want in life. Now I'm not saying that if you're currently in a relationship right now uh, and you have a house and a mortgage and a family you shouldn't like jump ship straight away. That is not what I'm saying at all. I'm not saying that's your path at all regardless of self-awareness but if you've never taken time to truly find out who you are and what drives you, then I would highly recommend following just a few steps that might help you on your path. So here are three things that I'd like you to consider. The first thing, what thoughts do you have throughout the day? When you wake up, what are the first thoughts that enter your head? Are they positive? Are they negative? And are you thinking the same things every morning when you wake up? Is it linked to, to work, family, personal growth? When the alarm goes, do you always feel that dread? And does this mood linger throughout the day? What about when you get to work? Or perhaps at the end of the day? Are there particular thoughts that linger in your mind? And do these thoughts have an impact on your day, your week, your life? Start taking note of your thoughts. If you've never done this before, start really taking note and start reflecting on how they make you feel. If you've never done this before, I would urge you to try it. The second thing I'd like you to think about is how you react to things when things happen. So what are your reactions to situations that happen in the day? And okay, it does depend on the situation, but are your reactions or responses positive or negative? And how does this make you feel? For example, let's say you're at your local coffee shop and you order the same coffee every single morning. But today, for some reason, the barista has got your order wrong. How do you react in this situation? Are you one to get annoyed? Do you snap at them? Do you get aggressive? Or do you remain calm and respond knowing that, okay, everyone makes mistakes. It's not a big deal. How do your reactions make others around you feel? Do you realize the impact your behavior has on other people? Try taking a moment before or after you react or respond to something. Try it. It's, it's a tough one. And this was a massive one for me and a big eye opener. And it's definitely something that I still work on. I try and pause before talking with people. I try and pause in certain situations and think about 
what I'm going to say, how that might come across, how it might make others feel. Okay, third and final thing you can try. What habits and patterns do you notice? Do you have any? So if you've taken some time to reflect on your thoughts, your feelings, and how you react to things in your life, can you now identify any patterns or behaviors, any traits? Um, Are you displaying the same sort of things regularly? And can this shed some light on what your core values currently are? For me, when I did this, it became so clear to me that the way in which I was leading my life was dictated by extrinsically motivating factors and based on things I thought I needed to obtain in order to be happy and the things I thought I needed to do to make others happy. If you can, try to identify your traits or habits and this could really help you assess what your core values currently are and what is currently motivating you. I truly believe, and I will say this to anybody I meet and anybody that talks to me, is that self-awareness will continue to evolve for all of us because it's about developing our own emotional intelligence over time. And by allowing yourself to develop these skills, you are then able to grow as a person and use these tools to put systems in place that you can then use to help you facilitate the life that you want moving forward and this kind of leads me on to my next step step three which is goal setting but I'll leave that for another podcast thank you so much again for listening if you've listened to my other two I really appreciate it I hope you found this episode useful it's definitely been one of the hardest steps for me and is one that I continually work on because I'm becoming more self-aware, I think, every single day. And I hope that you guys are too. If you'd like any more tips on how to become more self-aware, then feel free to drop me a message on Instagram or head over to my website, fitnessbexcoaching.com. My Great Night ebook is there for purchase if you want it. But for now, thank you so much for listening and I'll see you guys next time. Bye.